I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, people? You're listening to the Two Pro One Slow podcast brought to you by Factory Image Racing. Check them out on Instagram at Factory Image Racing. They offer a huge range of hard parts, service parts, tools and more. Right, sponsors. Welcome back. We're back, Tommy. Thank you. And as you can see, we've drafted in, because Billy's obviously always away, we've drafted in a new member, haven't we, Ben? Billy's flaked on you. Yeah. member. I'll just make sure you talk to the mic, Ben, because Tommy got a load of slack for that before. All right, okay. So, we've got another, uh, another show sponsored by Factory Image Racing. There was a giveaway in the last one. Um, someone won a gazebo, but I don't know if he's claimed it yet. Um, and I can't remember his name, but it'll be in the description. But we'll uh, we'll do another giveaway. Does he know he's won it already? I tagged him on uh, on Instagram, so yeah, should do. Okay, but I'll um, I'll put it in the description and on screen. Um, but we've got another giveaway at the end, so stay tuned for that. You can choose what to give away, Tom, if you want. No, let Ben do that as he's um, he's a guest. On the guest, against the guest, the star member, the um, how many? What's on the list of giveaways? Um, the, on the list of giveaways is again we've got uh, gazebo, but we've done that one. We've got. Custom anodized engine kit, uh, anodized clutch covers, titanium bolt kits, and what a pit tie bolt kit. Yeah, tie bolt kit's good. That's what I wanted to give away last time, but uh, we sort of like we had to build it up. Okay. But I recommend going hard now. Hard. Right. So, um, where should we start? Well, obviously, um, you just having a, a monster energy. Yeah. This is not a plug. I'm actually just first. <laughs> what flavour you gone for? Been on the graph this morning, ain't you? Yeah, I've been flat out all morning. <laughs> You're a monster athlete, Ben. What do you drink? <laughs> yeah, monster, obviously. Yeah, what one? You've got to have a favourite, surely. This one's nah, good. Nah, the OG. Yeah, the monster like it when you promote the OG, didn't they? If I promote anything else, they're like, oh, I sort of want you to make the, the green one, please. No, no, OG is genuinely... Strong with vodka. <laughs> yeah, when I taste the OG one, it just reminds me of a monster party and I just feel like death. We've touched on I that before. I think of monster parties. Oh, actually, talking about monster parties... Well, Billy's not here, but... Um, Remember when he was talking about the uh, Monster Energy Motocross of Nations with Ferrandes? Yeah. Did you hear that one, Ben? Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, Ferrandes um, has replied to a couple of posts on Instagram confirming that it's true. Yeah, it was. I comment, someone commented to him. I don't know how it came about, but then anyway, somehow someone tagged him and then he put, yes, this is true, this happened. Which was quite good. I've got a few videos from that night. In the group, <laughs> yeah, in the group chat. I wasn't even there. Just got sent a few in. Yeah, a few went into the chat and I was away. Right, well I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up a few notes here, but these are from old podcasts. But we'll um we'll start with t- two of yours, Tommy, really, because you you've crashed at Hawkston and then you've also done a race. So talk us through your crash. Uh my Hawkstone Park crash. Yeah, what happened? That was pretty spectacular yeah, actually. It was, yeah, it was good. Well, what happened was, is I was feeling pretty good about the day, and um, I just got. It was a club race, really, and I've just after I thought, what am I doing? You're going like a lunatic around this track and for pole position in a club meeting at Hawkston Park, and I just had to sort of have a bit of a reality check. Remember that I'm 31 years old. It's too old for that now. Yeah, I've got a child at home, and I'm <clears throat> trying to let 
break lap records around Hawkstone Park at 9am on a Sunday morning. Um, I got a message from, um, was it is, was Liam Knight following you? Was it yeah. Liam Knight? Yeah, Liam Knight said, he, he thought, wow, he's really gone into there quick. And then obviously went over the brow hill and you were just in a in I was a facing him backwards. <laughs> like he said, he looked at me and I was looking at him, but going backwards <laughs> through the air. But what's actually happened is I've come up, for those that have been at Hawkstone, it's like a jump before you go into the woods, the old wave section. So I've come across a single and the track was so flat in the morning. And um, I was just going faster than I thought I was. Normally it's a little bit roughed up, it's wet. So you sort of hit that jump quite fast into the woods, don't you? You know the one I crashed on. Yeah. But I've landed way further than I normally would. And even in the air, I thought, I'm going fast here, too fast. And I'm a little bit bike leaned over to the right because you land turning a little bit, don't you? And then um, it's caught my foot peg, which has then pulled my foot off the peg, my right foot. And then I've got a handful of throttle. So I'm already going fast, and then I've gone faster and just fell off the side of the bike. And Game over at that situation. Yeah. What happened in the first race? Um, I just got beaten the first race. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, you knew that. You just, just tried to frame me straight under the bus this early on in the episode. <laughs> I just got beat. Liam Knight beat me. Um, He's a good replacement for Billy, isn't he? He gives you some shit straight away. Yeah, just straight off the bat. No need for that, really. We just sort of, I've not slated you at all yet. Um, <laughs> yet. But... Uh, yeah, so first race. Well, my crash was just a crash. That's what happened. But it was sort of, a, I just thought, oh, what are you doing? This is not, you just don't need to be doing that anymore. So slowed me up a little bit. Um, you come away unscathed, though. Yeah, no, it's good. I had a actually big crash the other week before that at um, Apex. So two big crashes in, a, in like two weeks. So I've, um, I've not crashed since. So hopefully I can, they're out the way now for this year. Cool. Right, well, let's um, let's get the... The A, well, no, no. In fact, well, we'll come back to the um, to the British Championship. Let's let's just ask Ben a couple of questions. So, what have you been up to, Ben? Practicing, starting. Obviously, the MXGP's not um, not really gone ahead yet, as such. Yeah, it's been quite a strange period. I mean, now you should be flat out. The season should be well on its way, but it's uh, everything's been delayed again, and yeah, the season's going to be going until I think the last race is scheduled for the fifth of December. Cool, is so, it? Getting ready for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, well, you can have some Christmas gear. You've got some Christmas yeah. kecks up there. You can run, run some of them around now. So, uh, no, it's been been strange because the season ended yeah, a little bit later than normal, but still, we had a couple of, uh, had about six weeks off the bike, and then obviously moving to the 450, I just I started again and I wanted to get on it quite early. So, I've been riding and training now for f- what feels like forever. I mean, I'm. In Belgium, right? Yeah, in Belgium. Uh, well, all of February was in Sardinia, so uh, in total it was actually about five weeks there, and uh, yeah, we did one race, and it, now it's just, yeah, I feel like I've just been doing the same thing over again, go to the track, do some training, do some physical training, and now I'm I'm really ready for, yeah, the, the good part, for the racing to start. Yeah, it's about time, it seems like the MXGP's been a bit, um, not, well, I guess everyone's stuck, but not slow with it, but Last year, it seemed it was hard to get going, didn't it? As well, there was a big six to yeah. eight week break. It was it was horrible. I mean, during the full lockdown, I didn't ride one time, and I was back home. And yeah, normally if you if you're back home when you should be racing, it's because you've got an injury or yeah. something's gone on. And it was yeah, you was at home, weather was perfect every day. You're just finding stuff to do, and it was proper weird weird time. And then obviously racing got started, and when it was going, it was yeah, good for you, wasn't it? Last August. year. Yeah, no, yeah. In it the didn't end, start it off that well, actually, did it? No, the start was a bit steady, Latvia. And, but honestly, I think 
I was probably one of the only guys that didn't ride literally at all throughout the lockdown. And to start so that was with, your that sort was of excuse, yeah. <laughs> That's but a valid you, excuse. You should know about excuses. You got enough of them, Tom. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's valid. Yeah, but no, yeah, I was steady away at the start. I was steady away, and then towards the end, yeah, you very picked up better. towards the end. Where'd you get three wins, three overall wins, or two overall wins? <laughs> two, two. Yeah, yeah, but fuck me, two's still good, obviously. Two podiums. You can't sniff it. Both there. at Lommel. <laughs> no, won the last one in Lommel, and then the last one in Arca. The very last round. Mm. Last oh round, yeah, mega. Last race. No, I watched the last races. Obviously, I watch them all anyway, but because I still just love it. But that was mega to see. Well, it's just mint in it. GP win, you can't, especially for someone. Well, not that it took you a long time, but yeah, last year in your MX2 career, you you was obviously thinking like, "Well, I need to get this done." And you, I know you put a lot of pressure on yourself anyway. Sometimes too much pressure. You even say that yourself, and to get it done yeah. must have been amazing. No, it was exactly. I mean. During the last few seasons, obviously 2018, when I first signed with, with Yamaha, I had a podium straight, yeah, one of the early rounds in Russia. And uh, people expected, you know, from there you're just going to be on the box a lot more often and getting some wins. And, and then from there, I waited a full year until I stepped back on the podium again. And then from there again, waited almost another year. And uh, To podium again? No, to win. To, to podium again. It was third one. My third podium was in, in Latvia this year. Oh, really? So in, it was literally uh, like one Italy year, year, another year? Yeah. They were all spaced out by And then you won year. pretty quickly after. And then, uh, yeah, it came to, to Lommel. And from there I had... Was it two on the bounce? It was from... Yeah, three on the bounce. Three podiums, three podiums on the bounce. Yeah. I went three, two, and then the last one I won. And, and then we went to, uh, to Arco. First race I had a pretty big crash with someone and then uh, the second ones I went second overall and then I won the last one again so up from Lommel it, it started yeah everything came good for which me. you're obviously good in Lommel you got Iago Gertz which he's good at crashing in Lommel <laughs> yeah. and fast but you when you watch on the TV you was like yeah just to watch you like he's just from the outside you look the best yeah the like strongest honestly my first podium ever I finished sixth and third and it was like good, but I mean, even in that season, I had more points sometimes overall and didn't get on the podium. Yeah. So uh, it was nice because towards the end of the season, I won in Lommel, and then obviously it was amazing. But you know, I, you can say, hey, yeah, you're a sand rider and this, and you know, Yago crashed, who's meant to be, you know, the sand king, and and he is on his day around Lommel, the fastest 250 rider. So. You like Lommel, don't he you, was, He was expected to win, let's say. And, uh, yeah, it was good to get it there, but people know me as a bit of a sand rider. Yeah. So uh, I was just as happy to get the, the second win in Arco on, on yeah, no, complete opposite. Well, I'll just ignore it, because it's just being nasty again about me <laughs> saying um, that I like Lommel. I'm actually not as bad as tell what us people about your up. Tell us about your day in Lommel on the KTM. That was a good day. <laughs> now, what happened? <laughs> Well, you went racing. <laughs> no, I did on the KTM. I raced. I've done my qualifying race. I've actually, I've had some real good results in Lommel over the years. On my two fifty, I, I've won a, I've won a race in Lommel. Did you snap your rib in Lommel? Yeah, this is. I'm getting to that. Just hold your horses. Well, and you're then, just trying yeah, to well, big I'm yourself up. I'm just trying up. to fucking give myself a little <laughs> bit of thing before you tear me down. <laughs> so I'm not just a complete loser in Lommel. Like I'm just trying to say, okay, I, I actually am all right in it. But then when I got to um, the later years, there was something always went wrong before Lommel, so then I couldn't train or I couldn't practice. But in on the KTM, I was already struggling. That's, that's also quite a valid excuse, isn't it, Ed? Well, yeah. Well, something went wrong. Yeah, he's always injured before. Yeah, I was. You do so like an injury. This one in 
KTM was such an injury prone year. I actually looked, but it, up to Lommel, had a, I had a broken rib, and then I it was sort of healing. It was sort of healing. I was telling the team like my rib hurts, and they was like, "No, nah, you'll be all right." Like I was putting a bit of kinesio tape on it, and I got through Locket, which was the week before, and I probably wasn't that good anyway, but. Then I come to Longmore and I was in qualifying. I was like, this is painful here. And then anyway, first lap of the qualifying race, I seat bounced one of the big holes and I just heard it go. <laughs> <laughs> rib is gone again. Yeah, rib just, I just went. <laughs> and now I said to the team, I've, I rode around for a bit longer and I just went, oh, I've got to pull in. I'm in so much pain. So then I went to the team and I said, I've broke my rib 100%. And they sort of thought I was moaning about it a couple of weeks before, but I wasn't. I was serious. Um, <laughs> I was serious. <laughs> Yeah, they just thought it was an excuse. And then, because um, I first done it actually in Latvia and I rode full to GP, but I was like, I've hurt my rib anyway, but finished the GP. I must have done like a hairline crack and then and I just finished seat, it off in Lommel. Yeah, just properly. And I got through the, the GP before in Lockett because it's not really too hard work. And then, uh, yeah, and then I went and got an x-ray and I was like, go on, have some of that. Look, I told you I'm not messing them out. And they, they was just like, yeah, you've broke two ribs. And, like full snapped. I actually did that in Indonesia. 2019 when I broke my hand in Germany and I obviously it was a clean crack and I went straight in for surgery on that Monday had it plated and then within literally four or five days I was like man this feels mint I was ready to go I was feeling I went on the I trials bike actually. a few times well yeah man this is sound so it was 10 days after and I got on the plane to Indonesia I said to the team yeah, I feel honestly I feel mint I'm ready to go didn't ride obviously the proper bike before the race, but then came to Saturday, was qualifying and went out. It was all right. First session was fine. It just swelled up. Felt and, and then it got, yeah, was swelling up, swelling up. And I was just going through the pain. And then the qualifying race came and I remember the sighting lap and I was thinking, mm, I've traveled to Indonesia and this, yeah. this is, <laughs> you just feel like, I said, I can't, so even, much pressure. I can't even tell the team that I'm, this is bad. And uh, I did the qualifying race, and I think I finished about 10th. I, I was pretty, I was satisfied with that. And then uh, woke up Sunday morning, couldn't even move my hand, and I said, I'm going to have to say to the yeah, guys, you got to tell, Yeah, you got to tell the team, it's just painful. <laughs> yeah. So then I, I went to the hospital there and had a, another x-ray. And the plate had literally pulled out of the bone, was sticking completely off. The bone was in half again, and yeah. You just thought it felt like a knob. I just, that was it. Stopped through, had surgery, stopped again, and waited through. Yeah, four wait, or five weeks after that. So, I got a good story like that. I'll tell. I is this the KRT yeah. story? Yeah. No, <laughs> not wanting to tell the team. Have you heard this one, Ben? No, oh, this is, I don't this know. is I think good. You've got, some people have heard it, but this is really good. So, I've got the deal. I'm at Kawasaki with Boss. Everything's going wrong. <clears throat> um, and then, so Kawasaki, I sort of pushing to get the KRT ride. Yeah, because it's, someone was injured, right? Yeah, DeSalle was now injured. Um, and Lieber, they both um, kamikaze themselves, one in Germany and then a week later, DeSalle in um, Russia. So then the team says, right, Kawasaki said, there's no options. Like, you've got to have Tommy now. So then Boss agreed, okay, you can go to KRT. So a couple of weeks earlier, I hurt my ribs. And again, I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like, rib hurts anyway. But they, you've got the KRT ride, brilliant. Fantastic, like well happy with that. Um, so then I've flown to Holland in the morning. I've flown to Holland real early in the morning. Oh no, sorry, late one night. I've got picked up, gone to the team's workshop in Holland. They're all chuffed. They've got a rider again. I'm chuffed because I'm on the factory Kawasaki team. Been trying to get on this team for like years on and off, sort of. Um, Didn't you turn them down once? Yeah, but 
but anyway, this time was, story. yeah. So I've got their, their well chaff. They want to release that I'm riding for them. We've gone to um, a track that you ride, way a hard pack track on a hill like in France. We drove five hours there. Um, they've got the lady who does all the PR and a camera bloke to come out to the track to meet us. So I've got their big all, first day. Yeah, big first day. Drove four hours in the five hours in the morning. Say six, just make the story sound better. <laughs> um, got to the track. All I had to bring was my helmet and, and a set of goggles because the team pride of me, new Alpine Star boots, new Alpine Star gear. They've like, we don't do a press day. So anyway, I pulled up at the track. <clears throat> I'm unloading my bag. I'm like, looking in my bag, pull my helmet out, get put all my new gear on, brand new, detagging, flight tags flying off everywhere. I'm, um, I get there and I'm, I'm like, Pete's got no, my helmet's got no peak on it. <laughs> Like, this is not good so I'm like unzipping the pockets I'm like got to be a peak in here somewhere so then I <coughs> I have to walk around the corner and I've got no peak on my helmet <laughs> first day on KRT video guy there camera guy there social media girl there and I've gone to um, Francois who was working at KRT I've gone I've, I've not got a peak for my helmet and he's like what do you mean you've not got a peak and I said well I, I remember packing it I bet but I've obviously left on the table at home and they've gone, well, like they just didn't know really how to take it. And I says, look, I already thought they thought I was a bit of a knob in general. Um, and they've just gone, oh, well, we, we sort of wanted to do videos and that. And, and I've said, what? Did you yeah. ride around with a bullet head? Yes, yeah, so I, I bullet headed it all day long. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I swear on my life. They didn't take it. Surely they didn't take any photos. No, no pictures. So I've bullet headed all day around the track. I remember the name of the track later on, but... Done bullet head, testing suspension as well, full bullet head all day, no problems. <laughs> sort of still struggling with my rib a bit, but I've just not mentioned it. Like, no problem, happy days, bike felt great. Drove back, the next day we're going to um, Veldhoven, so that's right near the team's workshop. So we drove there, the bloke's got me a peek, I've gone like, drove to someone's house, I think Harry Van Hout House, who used to work for CLS. He's had an old helmet, I've sort of bodged a peek on a helmet now, it's got a monster claw on it, and I've just made a, a peak that don't even fit my helmet fit my helmet we're all there again everyone testing guy engine guys there now laptops are out blah blah, blah. they're warming the bike up laptops plugged in second day I'm, i've got all my gear on I'm, i've just gone to zip zip my boot up so i'm at the back of the van i've gone and my boot strap was being a bit of a bugger so i've like proper lent into it to like jam the strap in ribs broke <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you can't write honestly. So I'm down the back. Broke. An old injury though. An old injury. I already was struggling with the rib. I've just broke my rib, blew my boot up. <laughs> I'm sat on the back. I couldn't even breathe. So I'm round the back of the tent, and there's like eight people from KRT there. I just hear the bike. They're warming oh. up, and I'm thinking, um, I can't b- catch my breath. And they, in the end, one walks round. He's like, Are "You're going to ride right? sort of today?" And I've gone. I can't ride. He's gone, what do you mean? No, first I like paced up to the toilets at thingy and I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do here? Like, I've got eight people from KRT down there, like all everything, that all their other riders are injured. They said, right, we have Tommy, so now I'm there. And I've just says, I, I didn't know what to say. I just wanted to run off from the track, just run out. And um, anyway, they've come around and I've said, I can't ride today. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, we're at the track, why can't you ride? I said, I've just broke my rib. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean you've broke your rib? And I says, I had a sore rib anyway. I've not told you it was sore, but I thought it was all right. And now anyway, ribs broke. And um, the team are just, they just didn't know what to do. He's like, all right, um, well, do you want to go to the hospital and get x-rayed? And I'm like, oh. I says, oh. 
don't know what to do really, mate. I, just, uh, I can't do anything. And um, I flew home anyway. He's like, well, do you want to stay a couple of days and try? And I says, look, I, my rib is broken. Like, <laughs> I'd love to tell you, like, let's have two days off and we're, we're smashing out. You sound like Mike Tyson. I, I've broke my back. Yeah, I, I just thought I'd love to say, like, I'll, I'll come and sit here for a couple of days, rub rub it, massage it, and fucking put some ice on it. And um, uh, But it's not. It's broken. I need four weeks off, basically, three weeks off. So anyway, he's like, well, do you want to fly home? And I was like... Yeah, so I just booked a flight home like three hours later, drove from the track to the workshop, straight packed my bag, yeah, straight to the airport, and I was just home. And Literally next to the track. And I just texted him after, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. I know I've got this ride, and I'm so happy, and I just feel so bad. And he's just, yeah, I was just, what? I just, you couldn't even write it. But what's what happened going on? after that? I don't remember you missing any races. <clears throat> no, well, I'm a machine, aren't I? I just carried on. <laughs> I just went to the race. I just missed three weeks of riding, and then I went to... um. But I still felt terrible, and then I raced Lockett, and um, I think I got fifth in the first, in the qualifying race, and felt like a legend. But I still was struggling with my rib. But and I um, yeah, I just done a couple of races. I think I got fifth overall in Lockett and whatever another race, and then I hurt my shoulder again and um, uh, Turkey, and then that was it. I didn't go to Stop. where was the last round that year? Uh, two thousand nineteen. I wasn't racing Emma. Yeah, Imola, and there's one. Uh, I've done well at Imola, and there's one more. What do you both make alone. of those sort of tracks, the Imolas that are like man-made? Imola. Broke my wrist there. Not yeah. good then, you don't like it then? In no. warm-up, that was a silly move you've done, wasn't it, really? Yeah, Sunday morning warm-up. You was fast as well, I think, that day. Uh, that year was just absolutely terrible. I remember when I, when I broke my hand, after Indonesia, I flew home to the UK... And I just didn't even watch the racing, didn't look at any bikes, nothing. I was over it. I was just sick of mm. just always having something go wrong. And uh, I remember that year I didn't do anything. I was just training, riding, did everything by the book, and everything was just going wrong. So I flew home after that in- Indonesia race, and I remember just, just didn't do any training for a couple of weeks, didn't look at a bike, just l- just like a normal... That was after Indonesia, yeah, Imola, though, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was after. And then I was I was kind of sound, feeling a little bit better. It was probably four or five weeks I didn't ride or race. So then I I went back to Belgium, and then I said to the team, oh, I'm going to go riding. Just wanted to go on my own just for... Yeah, none of the team there just said, yeah, me and my mechanic will just go for a bit of riding and see how I feel. And this was Tuesday before Lommel. Oh, I remember this now. And then... Uh, yeah, so actually, you know, I feel meant. Felt a bit recharged again. Probably did a bit too much training before, and and I was like, yeah, I've had some weeks off. And I mean, looked at a bike, and I was like, fully fresh, ready to go again. And I said, no, I feel mint. Hand feels fine. So then we went again on Thursday, did a little bit, and uh, I said to Tiana, I'm going to race. And Yamaha said, mm, I wouldn't brush it. I said, you've you've done two days back on the bike after five weeks off. And I said, no, no, I'm going to go and race. Just going to go, have a bit of fun. What was this, your hand just, again? Yeah, this was from my hand, from Indonesia. I said, oh, no, I'm going to go. I want to I want to just yeah, get back into it. And then I remember getting on the podium. It was my second mm, podium. I remember it. And uh, honestly, I did nothing um, before the race. Roman Febra down before, under the podium. 
when he was, uh, I think he won the overall. Yeah, you both cuddling each other and kissing and that at the bottom. It was Look, just nice. because he's got some friends at the races, you, you're just a miserable sod that used to just go and sit back no, in No, I had friends. Oh, I was miserable the last few years at GPs. I just used to sit in the back of the Hold on a minute. My mechanic this year was your mechanic. Yeah, Ito. He's, he's got, got Ito. some stories about you. <laughs> yeah. Is Ito your mechanic? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ito's he's a good man. mechanic. We've he got some good stories man. about him as well, actually. He got really pissed in Vegas. Really One pissed. Terrible. No, night. he's got some some <laughs> stories about you. Yeah, because he was at, he was in my prime. He was my pinnacle years. Yeah. He's seen the the whirlwind that you caused behind you. Ito, Ben's mechanic. Now we had he lived with me in America for he probably spent six months out there. One winter, no, probably four months. I even bought him a truck. He had his own truck. Put his, bought some CDs. He said you was an absolute playboy. Really? <laughs> what in America? Yeah, Just were. in general. So um, in the pits, he used to have his uh, used to have his headphones on. He used to stroll through, come up to his bike a couple of minutes before the start, sit down, get the phone out, <laughs> monster, monster birds in front of him. <laughs> yeah, but he was in my good years. I was. Did you have a swagger then, Tom? Don't know. I just thought I was a boy. Didn't know. Yeah, his shirt was tucked out. He used to just rock. Well, no tucks. Yeah. He saw you in your prime in America as well because you was proper outrageous out there. <laughs> when you were in the in the videos that we made on Tommy's channel, the um, American Sorry, recap ones. Now nah, he was he came. You were saying, "Oh, please cut that. Please cut this," because of how much embarrassing stuff. Yeah. So he would have seen it. Yeah, I was embarrassed in that time. I was a little bit better when I come back to um, Europe though than the actual America's a little bit older, but. Ito was my mechanic in um, 2010. Ito no, came and just used to go into pro circuit, didn't he, every day? Yeah, he had. He lived the dream out there. He got a truck <laughs> that I bought him. He um, he worked at pro circuit, so obviously everyone, every mechanic's dreams to sort of work at pro circuit. Yeah. So he was like, oh, I'm so... I said, you can just do the bikes at home. He's like, nope, I'm doing your bike at pro circuit. <laughs> <laughs> so he'd, he'd drive every day to pro circuit and he went in the main workshop at pro circuit. He had like a little bit out the back. A little bit on the side. But still, he would have he would stay there all day, and he'd, they'd have beers at like five o'clock at Pro Circuit, and then he was having beers with them, and that, and he was just like, yeah, I was like, good day, Ito, and he's like, yeah, for sure, so good, <laughs> have the beers with Mitch, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, and he just he's living the dream, and then he, on the weekends he'd go fishing all day. How oh, do you do you catch anything? No, <laughs> good day, yeah, brilliant. Day. <laughs> Any fish? No. I was like, all oh, right, still good, yeah, very good. Met a guy, and he just you're into fishing on, on your bikes. Yeah, a little bit. Once I'm, I'm an expert, but what what do you it. like other than motocross? Because Tommy's got zero hobbies. Cars. He's into cars. Mm. Yeah, that's the one. Good. You don't like cars, do you, Tommy? Cars. Not really. I don't mind them, but I drive them. <laughs> <laughs> you useless geezer. Right, I'm going to pull up some of these questions so that'll. Uh, yeah, we done some what, from the fans. Yeah, the on fans. the two pro one slow the page. There's a few good ones actually because obviously. You boys raced um, nations together, didn't you? Yeah, that was good. One <laughs> night, a funny story about that, wasn't it? When you, after, Sunday um, night. <laughs> yeah, Sunday night. So at Red Bud, we had a good weekend pretty much. We didn't get on the, uh, We actually did end up on the podium, but we didn't, did we? We got a given nah, away. we would have been on the podium, but someone... My bike broke. Someone someone had an issue. Me? <laughs> well, I think you had an issue. In one, uh, no, did you do good both races or not? No. F- no, first race crashed on the start. And yeah, then it's came a bit back, of an issue as well. Yeah, then. Came back to eleven, I think, and then yeah, you rode well. Second I mean, one, I finished fourth. Yeah, you done really good. And then we Max, actually all had a mega weekend, but we all rode well. Things Max yeah. had a couple of yeah. Max something went wrong with, didn't it? Yeah, he's, he lost his goggles. 
Yeah, because he would shoot. That's like Max's ideal conditions, really. Yeah, so he could have yeah. probably won the race. But we all sort of had issues. But overall, that was one of my favourite motocross of nations. Yeah. Just, and just the days before playing, going to that golf course. <laughs> yeah, the golf course, the, the house. Mark Chamberlain got us all a house. Where um, is this? Re- re- what, what race? Redbud. Redbud. Yeah, you normally come. And I didn't come. We went to a proper golf course, like membership only job. And anyway. Got like a Harvard there, University and, golf yeah, course, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and sent uh, Tommy playing golf. And they said, uh, we walked in and said, oh, can we rent some clubs and have a game of golf? Yeah. No, it's not possible. So then, uh, yeah, I gave him, gave him some money and they got us all a set of clubs. And Tommy went, how much? <laughs> 50, $50 for a round of golf. I mean, I'm not paying that. <laughs> Walks out, me and Max, a couple of the lads, got some golf clubs. He, get, he gets jumped straight onto the buggy with us. Nicks a few clubs out of each club and that's it, he's away. Mm, Just scam the system. That was good. The whole trip was amazing. The I thought um, Chamberlain was trying to save a bit of money, trying to get us a, a room, to, uh, like a Airbnb together in a house. I was no, like, that was good, that was. We was all a bit like, oh, we're <coughs> staying in a shit old house in the middle of the night. America and then we just wanted sort of hotel rooms like oh that'd be better just hotels and in the end it brought the team so a bit more of a bond yeah so much bond and then Sophie and Millie just did all the cooking sorted the job right out it was just all round good to be fair couldn't fault any of the weekend Um, so 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 recap for the the people that probably don't remember so you got you didn't get on the podium or you got given a podium later so you didn't actually stand on the podium no we didn't stand on the podium but then Italy, a couple of two guys on Team Italy got done for the illegal fuel. Mm. So they got disqualified, but we was actually fifth. And then I don't know why we, oh, ended, up, we? we ended up going from fifth to third. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember really. Yeah. I remember just, I had a good race in the first one. And then I think we all just, it was just good weekend, but it didn't you go You were fourth way. as well, weren't you, at one point, And then your bike stopped. Yeah, with one lap to go, it stopped. Yeah, yeah. I was loving it. And then I rode a bone stock on the next race and the train was about to snap all race. Just going, and then I think I finished 10th in the second one. Right, there's a, a good, um, the, probably 10, 15 questions all the same here and it's all sort of saying, who's faster, Nathan or Ben? So you and your brother. Is Ben going to race next weekend as well? This, you're talking to Ben. Uh, oh, sorry. I've done that like three <laughs> times today already. Is Nathan going to race the British Championship? No. Whoa, 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 whoa. Exclusive. Yeah, we'd, well, Ben just told me, which I'm a bit pissed off about, to be fair, because just someone stealing points away from me for no reason. Just you're So you're MXGP, racing the British mate. Championship then? Yeah, in MXGP. round two. Yeah, Stay round in your two. lane. I'm going to go <laughs> to the British. Yeah, but there's no other races. It's not your lane, mate. Honestly. I'm in the Britain now. You're in MXGP. There's a reason why I've not raced it. It's because I don't want to race people like you anymore. No, but this is... <laughs> I need some experience on a 450. I've done nothing. No racing on why it. Why don't I we have a side to, deal to now? get back in. If, um, British if, Championship's perfect timing... Yeah, no, Text Gareth, he said, yeah, places there for Some you. poor bugger's been kicked we'll out. Kick someone else out. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Some kid that's spent his life trying to get in it, just kick him out, Ben, so you can have a little play on your bike. So, uh, no, I'm going to come have a bit of a pre-season race, and then I'm doing one more, Ernie, I think, two weeks after. Another British? So. No, that's in France. Oh, right. Yeah. So, um, so, are you having a side deal if you, for points or something? Are you going to... If you're winning, Ben, you're going to stop letting him through? Or? I mean, I need to beat him first, but I don't know. I think you'll beat me, to be fair. You'll do that, mate. He's, he's a Mind you, I do quite like Ling. No, I don't. Really? Well, I'm, I enjoy the track. It. No, I enjoy the track. I do like the track, but I don't know why. Every, every time I go there, I have shit results. So no, I, I, sort of we'll I, have, I, have, I quite like the track. Oh, I like the track. I think it's mint. I just sit down and send it around there. I just 
flat out, mega track. skid up the insides no. and just clutch it and go. It's a bit of like a hacker track, isn't it? You can just hack round it at a fast pace. It's the corners and that are always like flat and then just a little berm on yeah. the outside. The bit when you jump into the backfield always looks like flat out. Yeah. yeah, that's proper old school, just wide open, scary bumps. It's a good but track. The, the only good thing I like is the, the downhills, real steep, bumpy, mm. technical. The, so the fast bit, I don't, I'm not that much of a fan, but jump fast like on the 450 track. now. Wait till you just get roosted by that. Yeah, I know. Is it just you racing then, Ben, or is there anyone else? Uh, no, I've heard there is a couple. Tonus is meant to be coming. I've heard some rumours of Hurlings coming. Hopefully they don't. Yeah, I've heard a so few rumours. I can't. We can't confirm any of it. Ne- neither confirm nor deny. Can't confirm or I've deny. I've not really heard any rumours. It was a surprise that Ben just said he's doing it. Hurlings is your mate, isn't he? My mate, mm. Ed's mate now. Now Hurlings it? is actually more of your mate since you stopped racing. Yeah, I actually get along with him well. Because the years not well that mate. one year you used to hate each other. Not like you and Febra well, but like <laughs> sort of. Um, I still. <coughs> I'll chat with him now. I went I went to his house a couple of times. <laughs> what, his new one? Or? Yeah, I don't know. Just went in his hot tub. <laughs> He's balling in that. I actually did. I'm not even joking. Shut you think up. I, I swear, didn't I, Ed? Was you there? I can neither confirm or deny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually was. I've been over and hung out with him. We're mates now. You're full of it. Right. I swear on my life. That's <laughs> no, a, you have not. Yes, I have. <laughs> you have Ask not. him. Message him. Say, has Tommy been over? Um... Let's go back to that question then. So who's quicker, Ben or, or Nathan? Be settled this year, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, only, Nathan's only riding. Racing the towel. Training's completely different. You can feel mint in training. You can be... How is it in training with the pair of you? You're just pushing each other, like race, riding together every day. Honestly, we've done, I think, two days Why, together. Yeah, because he's got a full-time trainer. He's with his, his teammates. And... Uh, yeah, I do my thing with, with Glenn or, or Jeremy, to be honest. I always like to stay with the team and be a bit more of a yeah a group. And it's always yeah, it's nice, like you set the start gates up together. And yeah, you can't pace yourself from them, but they're two guys with a lot of experience in MHGP. So while I can, I want to learn. I'd imagine you're as fast as them around the practice tracks. Around the practice, who? Glenn and Jeremy? Yeah. Well, we're doing different stuff all the time. Like Glenn's got way more experience than me and, he's, and Jeremy. And they're both testing a lot more whereas honestly i just got on this 450 and i i think the bike's unbelievable oh, really? I, honestly i absolutely love it so i'm just just getting you're the not testing nothing no honestly not really bit of stuff with yeah, suspension be and and that's it honestly honestly <laughs> have you have you when you say you get on the bike and you love it then is it you're getting on a, a factory bike though right you're not getting on a stock you've not read a stock version of that bike yeah i have very um, first test was was in Italy after Arco. Monday after I went to Italy and I was testing the beginning of the, it was a two day test and the first one was you start on a full stock bike and we just worked our way up. Then we went the second bike I tried was was a stock engine, but it had all factory components, so things like suspension and foot pegs, brakes, all that kind of stuff, you know, my handlebars. And then uh then we worked up to Tony Suspect, which was from the from the three guys of the factory team. He had the, let's say, the most tame engine, and uh, yeah, we started with with this one as the factory spec bike, and then the day after we did a lot of like full just suspension tests. So it was just the whole aim of it was to get a package for when I started. So to do a lot of testing while you're on race pay straight from the end of the season, mm. and then when you start, you know you've got a good base and something to work from. Let's say. So have you, have you made a lot of changes then or not? 
from that test, no, with the engine and stuff, um, I'm using pretty much exactly what Jeremy and, and Arno were using last year. So I know that it's a tried and tested, yeah. proven engine. So I have a lot of trust in that already. And then basically I've just done the chassis suspension stuff to try and yeah suit my style and what I feel is good. From the free riders, I would imagine Tonus is more similar to you than the rest of them. Yeah, a little bit more wise. smooth and through the gears and yeah, yeah. yeah. I've I've just based myself off what they've had and I know that it works pretty good. So I think for my first year, it's a good starting point. Yeah, it's not um not bad. There was a question on here actually that going back to bike setup, they said what bars do you use? People like that question, don't they? Yeah, bars. I just get it. Like what bars you got? Nine nine six rental. Same. Both running the same. Best bars out there. Yeah, I've always run it. But uh, people just like that question. Nine nine six is quite a low bend, isn't it? Lever's quite low. No, I'm um, basic setup, all all in line. Standard. If you look at my setup, it's pretty standard. Yeah, but but nine nine six, that's quite flat, though, isn't it? Not standard. No. What's the low? Nine 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 nine. That's the lowest one. Nine nine seven's again like a little bit. I think even the bend changes a little bit. But nine nine six is. Quite a standard, normal feel, let's say. 996. Um, so, there's one here that's you sort of already answered. It says, are you going to sneak in an AMA round in before the GPs? But I'm guessing that's a no, but you're going to do another one, you said. I've tried massively to do it. I'd absolutely love to go over there, and Glenn as well. We, uh, inside in, oh, what, he actually with, really wanted to do it? Yeah, Glenn's pushing massively, but the issue is, if they say yes to us, then they've got to say yes to the three Khmer guys that also want to do it on the 250s and in the end it's not really no yeah it's not, not doable really ideal for six Yamaha guys to come from Europe over to America just to do you know one or two races for some fun so no, a lot of money if it was one of us wanting to do it it would have happened but oh yeah because you could too have probably jumped on too many people. oh no would you <clears throat> they would have wanted to send everything being a factory team they'd want us to do it right wouldn't they yeah if I was on a 250 would have been a different story because oh yeah the guys are using star engines anyway here. So you take your suspension and that's it, crack on. But with the 450, yeah, it's, uh, the setup's completely different. It's like two, two Yeah, it'd have been tricked to do it on a, on a... If you're still on a 250 to go do that now, that'd have been mega. Yeah, would have been mega. But yeah. I, honestly, I wasn't using the star bike in, in Europe, whereas Jagger was. We was on completely different bikes this year. Why? Mm, I don't know. He was the favourite, <laughs> Can't answer that one. Um, there's a question here for you, Ben, which is I'd, I'd quite like to to know your opinion yeah, on so. this. Yep. Who's more of a tit, Tommy or Billy? <laughs> well, it's Tommy the tit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. I think I know everyone the should know that one. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably say I'm more of a tit than Billy. Oh, I like this one, J.K. Neil. Past, present, past or present riders, pick your MXON team for Britain. Past Jamie Dobb, present. Yeah, Dobby, my number one, definitely. Dobby, Road number jam. one pick. Yeah, Dobby. If he is one two five, you you got to pick Dobby still on one two five. But pick, what? Um, pick, pick your top pick for uh, current stat like today's two fifty four fifty. But imagine any rider rides any bike. So who would you pick? What do you mean? What the current? I'd crop? put I'd put Thorpe and Tommy together just just to see. <laughs> Them two racing <laughs> each other <laughs> head to head. Men. Yeah, I think they would take you out. <laughs> yeah, I think Dave might clean me out. He'd just come in steaming up the inside in the first turn. I think just show me he's still my boss. It's hard to pick a team like that, though, isn't it? Because who do you who do you really pick? 
I don't even know anything old. Yeah, it's hard because I never even followed motocross. No, I wasn't a big follower. Malin, Rob Erin. Yeah, I wouldn't even know. Malin's yeah. obviously won everyone on a one two five beat when I actually, one day. When I first started watching GPs and stuff, was this your era? Mm. Was yeah. when you was. So you're picking Tommy Sill then. Titles. Mine was Carl Nunn, who I used to watch. Carl Nunn. Yeah, he was like I used to go ride Milnor and Carl Nunn would be riding around the track. Um, yeah, but what year was that? <clears throat> um, so I was like eight, so probably ninety-seven. Yeah, that was the year I was born. So. Yeah, so you were. <laughs> He's definitely so you not was like two thousand watching. So what was you born? Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Yeah. No, Carl Nunn was before that. So then, when I was doing GPs, you was eleven. Yeah, two thousand six. Yeah, it's oh six. Come on, first GP you. was Donington, I think. And I, where was it? The finish jump was a big floater, yeah. a little bit to the right. I remember you. Oh, so I'm like your hero later. then. So this is cool to you. Sat next to me for you. <laughs> <laughs> a few years ago, you would have been. <laughs> Till you realised I was a knob. <laughs> no, it's it. Um, this is another good question for you, Ben. You can no comment it. You can say don't want to answer that one, but. Did you have any other offers on the team before staying with Factory M? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no comment. No, I've no, got a comment. comment. I mean, honestly, the whole situation was difficult because before Lommel, I didn't yeah. do anything special. And that was the crucial point of like when teams were looking for riders. And I had honestly done nothing special. So I didn't expect to have a factory offer. And then... The, the big thing for you me probably was didn't realistically <clears throat> did you up until Lommel yeah I had deals but nothing special no like not a f- no Yamaha not a factory it not changes factory. so quick in motocross though like you cannot have a deal and then all of a sudden you win a race and then yeah. two teams go we want you on a team it's so um, results do every bit of talking mm. and when more so the managers <laughs> yeah not more when I was racing like before Lommel those, those few races and I wasn't doing anything great and the problem at the start of the season, I got promised factory support from Yamaha, and then it came to the Spanish GP, and I was, yeah, I was riding like a, a Wally, to be honest. Mm. And then uh, I had a meeting at the end of that race, and they were saying, mm, we've had some budget cuts with COVID, and this is not going to be possible, and this and this. And <clears throat> I remember saying to a few guys, like, just give me a ride, and I'll, <laughs> I'll ride for nothing. I just need a good bike the, the bike was all I cared about for my first year in MXGP and then uh, from there on I didn't even think about what I was doing and I was a little bit mad at Yamaha if I'm honest and then came a few weeks later it was was actually no the week after was Lommel and I was raring to go and, and that was it I went third overall second overall first overall and by Sunday evening I'd signed the factory contract yeah, it's and nuts, it just it? changed like that yeah it's quick how it happens, isn't it? It's so quick. I, I've talked to other riders. I remember when um, Glenn Koldenhoff was on Suzuki that year and he, he didn't have a ride. And I remember seeing them at the track at like in Veldover and saying, and I was on factory KTM that year. And uh, and I was obviously struggling. And I was saying, no, I've not really got a ride, mate. Like, I'm doing shit anyway, sort of thing. Um, and he was like, oh, I'm struggling really, really bad. And I don't, I've got nothing. Suzuki is stopping, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden he he was doing all right that year, but not like amazing. And he won in Latvia, his first GP, remember when he won it? Yeah. Um, and then two days after he won, it was Glenn Coldenhoff, Science Factory KTM. It's just like, bosh. They just, yeah. one result and the team's just, it yeah. don't matter. You can do shit all year and you have one result. Like you, 
it doesn't so much matter how you start a year if you just get a result at the right time a team will go the bang, beginning done. of the season you can you can win four gps in a row at the beginning of the season but they won't sign you at that point i mean it's like there's a, there's a literally a little window yeah where everyone goes okay now's the time we're going to start looking and get some people signed up i mean money comes into it a lot now you've got some guys on factory teams and gps now that are, are paying to, mm. to be in that seat and that makes it difficult for someone like me who i don't have someone or myself 100 percent. i'm not going to go to a team with money and say please have me like i'd yeah yeah you want to let yeah. the results talk yeah but do so, your uh, four results at the start of the year not do that if you, no. you you say oh you get four at the start but does that they still do, not carry well, a yeah. bit it, people know about it but there's there's a time where it'd mean more yeah yeah fresh in your memory if you done yeah. if you won the first two rounds had a bit of and then you was in a slump and you was in that same yeah. position and you went and got 10 10 10 at Lommel or you got 10 10 10 at the first three yeah. rounds you soon get forgotten and then you about went 3 2 1 at Lommel yeah you're better off then yeah you're way better off doing that yeah. in a situation for a ride yeah but the thing for me this year especially was i hadn't won any gps i'd had two podiums before you know the middle of, of last season so people didn't know if I could win GPs or if I really had that final little piece to get you to the top, let's say. Mm. So for me, the, the win, the Mental final Lama win was a, a big turning point. Yeah, it's a, it's a statement, you, isn't it? And yeah. for yourself mentally, I would imagine. Yeah, massive. Mm. I mean, you work, you, you goal every every time you go on track, like that's what you work for. Yeah. That is the ultimate that's, um, goal to stand on that top step. It's good you've said goal because there's another question here. What are your sort of goals and hopes for, for the 450 crew? What do you expect from yourself? Well, I have goals, but I will never say anything or what I expect from myself. I always just keep that to myself. And Fair enough. When the team tell me as well, like, oh, what do you expect? And sometimes they see you riding and they go, yeah, I reckon you can be here or here. And, and I say, yeah, we'll see. It's just... Racing is so much different to, to training. And and it can go so different as well. Like, yeah. you get good starts every weekend. Yeah, you You're going to be... <clears throat> in MX1, you get a good start. It's, it's very... And you're on a good start, good bike, and good rider. Yeah. Like, it's very easy to run up front. Yeah. You just sort of... You just sort of go with the flow because you're good. You see the lines. And before you know it, you're 25 minutes into a race and you're still right yeah, there. Yeah. But you get a 20th place start every week. You're going to be coming in crying, going, yeah. "Oh, this so is hard. this is yeah. so hard. Like, I can't, I don't know what I'm doing wrong." And then, and then you get down, and you beat yourself up, and then it goes from bad to worse. But then you get you start the season off with ten hole shots. You'd have won a race by yeah, yeah. by race five. And you've got people like Jeremy, for example, who he's finished second in the world four times, and he goes to the track on training, and he's just he does his own thing. He doesn't care about what anyone else is doing. You can be two seconds faster, and he's his day's been good. He's felt good himself, and and you know that when he goes to a race, it's going to be completely different. Yeah, he's he he's going to get in a good position, and he's and he will be there. Yeah. So I don't I don't do any comparing from the training, and it, like vice versa, if if someone else is three seconds faster than me, I'm not really bothered. I'll do my thing and I work for my way. And then when you go to the race, then you see yeah, what, it's what it's all about. Do you set goals, Tommy? Not really. I can tell. Yeah, you, you haven't learned how to use your camera yet. That's not a goal of yours, is it? No, that is an actual goal of mine. And I yeah, think I he feel told like me he's been doing all his editing lately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually feel like I've been doing better with my camera. 
Have you been watching the vlogs, Ben? Yeah, he's, I thought his editing's improved a lot. Yeah, he's pretty good at it, isn't he? He's knocking one out again tonight. <laughs> uh, we vlogged this morning, we vlogged yesterday. Vlog will be live in a bit. It's, um, no, but it, I know you were taking a piss out of my goals anyway. I'm not even asking. No, come on, no, seriously, you must have some I goals. I know, I've got goals now. Why? <clears throat> because I just sort of, I'm not that... I'm like no, but you're still in the championship. You must think, oh, I'd like to win that, or I'd fucking yeah. It's nice if I win it. <clears throat> Be nice, but I don't. Um, I'm just not as bothered about. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. But thanks. I'm not as bothered. No, I'm just like if I, you're watching I, this, Dave is he's not bothered. <laughs> no, like no I really enjoy racing at the minute, and I I love racing at Cullum, and I just thought that was mega. Night before, I was a bit nervous before the first race, and I was thinking, this racing, like, do I really? want to be tearing it up tomorrow and then I woke up in the morning sun was out and I just thought this is men and then uh, I was in the race and I just generally loved it racing around and then at the end of the day I thought that was mega today and I got second and I just thought yeah um I could probably win the next round before I heard Ben and um Hurlins and all that (laughs) lot were coming sort of pissed on my bonfire a little bit but um I just thought that's men I enjoy I really love racing and I think if I'm enjoying it and I've got so much confidence from that and now I just think if I just ride, I ride, I'm going to do good. So yeah. I don't really need to set a goal because not being funny in my position now, if I win the race or I get fifth in the race, don't change my life. Yeah. Where in your position now, not putting the pressure on you. Not you the going, British. No, not the British. Makes no odds to you. But if you yeah. win or you get 10, changes your life because you could sign a deal for hundreds of thousands or you can yeah. go, oh, I'll ride for free next year. Yeah. And then, and then it's, it just, you're in a position where it's important. I'm in a position where I'm coming to the end of my career. It Especially makes no odds. Especially for MXGP. Now, you know, you well, see some, anyway, you last see, year yeah, for you, you see some important. people go to MXGP and they're like, mm, like Prado, for example, first year having double wins and then you see some guys who are mega in MX2 come up to MXGP and they just don't click with the 450. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on the mic. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've done a little bit. I will give no, you both you a bit of credit. You like, weren't. No, I was actually, I was was actually fast the first year. I got a yeah. one heat race in that. Yeah. But then I got injured. But no, I know what you're saying. Um, <clears throat> it's important. It's a big year, yeah. Mm. It's, I, I've been and watched, obviously, a fair few of yours, Tom, and seen you race as well, Ben. And I must agree, is, uh, watching what you boys do as a job is fucking hard work. Like proper hard work. Really hard. Yeah, like even because everyone's good now. The weekend at the race is the fun bit in it. Like the graft in between and then like getting there and it not going your way. Like I fair play to you. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't want to do it. The thing now, everyone's like so serious. There's no there's no pissing about in between. No, and the team's no so doing serious. anything daft in the week or Yeah, yeah but you've the got team's to think about to what you put on social media and everything's like the yeah. teams have to be serious, though, surely, because they're getting paid fortunes from sponsors to deliver. Yeah, yeah. and of course, like if you just everything about it now is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You see some of the team workshops and your team workshops are unbelievable. Like, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It's the no workshop. words for the Gym. workshop. Yeah, it's, I've only seen it on videos and pictures, but it looks like it's like um, Formula One team. Yeah, Formula One team. Yeah, honestly, you could the space in the room and. Just You've got like a building. David Lloyd's gym from the in to- your workshop, yeah. from the toilets to the the bedrooms there to the apartments, the offices, the kitchen area, the lounge area, the workshop, the jet wash bays. You could have a day out there. You could just spend yeah. the full day there and chill out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah easy. It's um, it's hard work for for sure to 
to run a team, I can imagine as well. Yeah. But um, that's another question here. Then that sort of leads quite nicely on from that. What is it like in Belgium, living in Belgium, and for you, awful. I've done it. I would agree, it's awful. Mm, no, I'm not going to say awful. I mean, there is not a lot to do there other than riding and training. But I mean, that's all you do anyway. The country as a whole is just boring, honestly. <laughs> it's dead. To any Belgium there's, listeners out there, there's nothing going on in the country. Even even if you, it's a nice, it's actually a nice, clean country though. At yeah. The same time. But if you look at the buildings and stuff, and everything's just like there's no greenery or there's like shutters on the windows. It's just like you're in a ghost town all the time. Mm. It is a strange, complete different environment to being here. Even but the, the I'm from the it. UK, so. Home, yeah, home is. But is compared home, to compared to ra- riding here as well, Belgium's quite like ride at one in it or something like that. Yeah, complete different style of riding. I mean, every day almost the tracks are open, just not Mondays. Some places, but yeah, Mondays and Fridays. But Mondays you can go in on. Holland, Fridays yeah, you can go go along or so. Every day of the week it's possible to ride, and then yeah, normally one o'clock you can start and it's just free open track. <laughs> you don't have marshals, you don't have sessions. It's just pay 15 or 20 euros that's it one th- o'clock the track's yours I think you can't you um, I think now you have to live in Belgium to do good in um, yeah, MXGP 100%. I think. even from the travelling side of it yeah just to get to the races and stuff and I if think you think living in the UK like especially if you're driving you've got that extra half a day before you uh, yeah but you'd fly I think place. when I was racing MX2 and things like that you could get away with living in England and there was a big push from KTM when you was yeah, at Everts and that one yeah, due to live there. Because Everts was there. But in the, I think the, the, the way the tracks have changed now, how they prepare tracks, um, the level that's gone up, I think you, can, I think you can't do it in MX1. Or saying that. No, um, you've got to be there. Yeah, but Tim Geyser does it from... Tim Geyser don't live there. Yeah, it's Tim Geyser. That's what I mean. But if you're good... I think if you're very structured and you've got everything, he still goes there and I don't know how he... Uh, he, he does it. He's about the only one. Even Tony yeah. and uh, Prado, they live there yeah, for at least half the time, half the year. I reckon. But the thing is, like the team and everything, they've got such a. That's the base from from when they come back from the track. They pull in, put the bike straight into the jet wash bay. All the parts are there. What you need, everything's there. Like you can't come. Even even no. if I want to come to the UK for a couple of days riding, it's a massive job for the team, especially now with like. You know, the traveling and you need a form with every single part and thing you've carried yeah, the into the country. Job. Yeah. Yeah, it's so difficult. So for us it's almost impossible to do the training at hundred percent if you're not in Belgium. Have you have you come back now just for chill out for a week? Yeah, a week just if I don't come back now I'm the season's going and that's it. I'm not gonna be back at all until December. So this is the first time I've come home since Christmas. What did you do? Drive back with knife? Yeah, drove back with Nathan, yeah. And then we'll go back, uh, yeah, five, six days, so probably Friday. Yeah. You right there, Thomas? Yeah, I was getting a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Have another drinky juice. You, so your energy's Nathan gone down. Why is Nathan not going to rice? Um, no, I'm, I'm buzzing from that. <laughs> yeah, you're peaking. <laughs> I'm at my prime now. I've done a lot. I only planned on sipping a couple of bits, but probably getting into it. Uh, Nathan's doing a race in uh, Cresols in a France. Race. Yeah, a little, little French race. So, obviously, his team is, is French. all French. And, yeah, just for, like I said, the parts and for the, for the bikes come from the workshop. Where's his team based? It's just a lot easier front. Makes sense. North front. French team, French based. Mm. Is right. he going to do the whole French championship? No. Oh, I don't think so, anyway. Yeah, maybe. 
Is he ever going back know. to Enduro? Uh, I mean, he really enjoyed it. So <laughs> that's one of the questions. Did in, yeah. did Extreme Nath really enjoy Extreme? We have to get him on when Billy's here. Actually, yeah, I mean, he enjoyed it. So probably. When's Billy back? Um, he's actually back tomorrow. Yeah, so we're gonna <coughs> try and get Nathan again on Nathan. as well. Yeah, yeah, we might as well try and get get he'll your Nathan. Yeah, some stories saw, from yeah, the that's got good stories. No, I've got some good stories with Nathan, but I'll save them. <laughs> oh, the story, the good story about um. The MX of Nations when you come in naked into my bedroom, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't come in naked. What? I thought you were. <laughs> no, me and me and Davo, uh, <laughs> me and Davidson have been to the monster. Well, actually, there was sort of a, no monster party, wasn't there? No, we'd had a mint day, and uh, I was, was like, "That's it." It was the last season. Out. I just finished fourth in the world. I was buzzing. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get on it tonight." And Davo was there. He travelled from the UK. I had a few friends. Tom Neal was there. Nathan Ryan and we was like, yeah, let's go. But there was no Came monster to the party. evening. It was pissing it down with rain. It was windy. There was tents flying everywhere, and the monster party was meant to be like on the start line. I think in the in the monster. Yeah, rig. normally it's always a party. Every destination is a, a good yeah. party. And then anyway, the, the weather was like so shit, and and monster said, yeah, uh, monster party's cancelled. So I was like, you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. First but anyway, they they'd given all the the drinks. To um, Team Puerto Rico, I think it was. So oh, they was, get, Monster had all the alcohol. And they Monster had all the alcohol it. and they just put it in one tent and it was the Puerto Rico tent. So there was like Pastrana and, and I remember Roxham was in there. There was a few a few good lads there and, and there was probably 30 people maximum. And anyway, I remember it was with Rodriguez and that. And yeah, we got on it. It was in a little, someone's on, one of the team's on and, and we just got on it in there. It was actually quite funny. <laughs> Anyway, we got a taxi back to where we were staying. <laughs> and I was flying early the next morning and I remember me and Rob walked in steaming. <laughs> you like jumped through our bedroom door and I, jumped, I can't jumped through the door. Is this in the house? Yeah, like slammed, like pretty much ran through the door when it was closed. And it was such a loud bang and I just... Tommy just <laughs> ripped up the court, jumped to the start, bullet naked. <laughs> I just, I was scared. Oh, I was so, mad. I was scared, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you really did not scared know me. What was did going you think on? it was burglars coming I in? I don't know what I thought. I was just in, I was in deep sleep because we just, just everything we was hanging out. Boring. I remember the sofa was just wrapping up in the cool <laughs> thinking, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. And then we, and then we did the same. We went into, uh, to Max and Millie's room, just slammed through the doors, but they heard what was going on because, yeah, we went to so Thomas. Good, yeah, first. you want quiet when you come into ours. <laughs> I and then I remember Book was, uh, was sleeping downstairs in the little cell of it and uh, did the same to him and he was just fucking going mad what's going on <laughs> but Nathan now you was lot was all boring as well you didn't didn't well, know we was boring that then. day I don't know why we're so boring I just think it was just raining and got back yeah the weather didn't play you're, part, you're a bit jet like sorry obviously when you fly to America you're already jet lagged because you're tired in the evenings compared to like you went and wake up early and you get tired early so it it was a long wet weekend and I think we just got there and went out to dinner and we just like, uh, had oh one God. drink at the bar and at this little, so there was nothing really going on where we were staying, was there either? No, no, no. We were thinking, oh, we'll, we'll go out here or everything. something, but nothing happened and then night just fizzled out and ended up asleep. Oh, well, boring bastard. Yeah, no, but old and boring. Are you going to get on it if you win at Ling? Yeah, probably just get on the piss at midday <laughs> if I win the first race. <laughs> what, mid-moto? After Not the mid after the first mate. If I win that, I'll get right on the piss. <laughs> I've got a camel back you can fill up if you want. 
I see Billy Rose with a camelback and a 30-minute moto. Is that because ah, contract? Do you, no, do you know why? Well, probably that as well, but me and, me and Billy went out on a day out enduro riding the other day in uh, Wernedou in Wales. And It's graph though, isn't it? It is graph, but... Enduro it, in? Yeah, that extreme. Billy's... It's horrible. Yeah, I in in the in the um, West Extreme now, I think they're trying to make it like a compulsory thing where you have to wear body armor, whereas you didn't before. Mm-hmm. And we went riding in Wernedou, and me and Billy both didn't wear backpacks. Mm-hmm. And then we stopped, and we went, "Fucking hell, do you feel weird?" I said, "Yeah, it's because we haven't got backpacks." And he went, "Yeah, it is." So that's why he put it on, even though it's a shitty race. He said, just "Oh, it just feels feel, weird." Yeah, it feels weird not to have it on now. That's like me with a chest protector. I could not step foot over the bike without a chest protector. Oh, yeah, really? it probably does nothing for me. No, it does, obviously. The chest protector's good. Is it, they're all com- yeah, but are I'm they watching compulsion? videos of you without anything. No, I do wear them sometimes. I sort of pick and choose. I wore one today, luckily, because my chain snapped, and I hit my chest on the handlebar, so I was quite glad I put it on. Why did you chain snap? Just one of those things, Ed. Just happens. I didn't lube it up for probably for a couple of weeks. Up, didn't <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you got all the muck-off <laughs> gear here to, to lube up uh, bear chains, and you just didn't bother. Yeah, my bad, I suspect. Oh well, um, how long have we been going? Hour and one minute. That's good. Yeah, hour and one. Can soon flies by the old time. Yeah. It does. What else we got for Ben? I'm just trying to have a look now. What we've got? There's a lot of um, there's a lot of questions asking sort of if Ben's tried enduro or would you like to ride enduro? Or? I doubt he would. Uh, you don't mind a trials, right, do you? <laughs> if I listen to some of Nathan's stories, honestly, no, I'm not that interested. <laughs> But I reckon he paints a downer on it. No, nah, it's actually, I enjoy going out if I'm just having a laugh. You know, your mates just cross country, go through Wales or something. I haven't ever done a proper day at it, but it, it is quite, quite good. Fun. Yeah. I enjoy trials on the trials bikes. Yeah, I don't enjoy trials, but the only thing is enduro. Or it's like you now. You're so focused on motocross, and yeah. I'm obviously at a small level, but I, I still ride a fair bit and train because I'm getting older. I need to recover a bit more. But you wouldn't want to go now. So you ride at Lommel, yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and, and the team want you to go to France on Saturday. You just don't want to go ride enduro on the Friday. You'd be no. like, no, you're over the bike. Yeah, you're over. No, the but like in winter, day out in like in the slop yeah, and rain. Winter, winter. Day out slop. I enjoyed that one day we done in Wales with, before um, Christmas. No, yeah. I'd much rather it be sunshine and dust coming up. Oh no, I know, but 100%. that wasn't bad with all your friends. Like you, a few of you in the woods, you don't actually get that wet. But just a day out. But it has to be on a time where you actually feel like riding your bike. Yeah. And I reckon it's different competing to just having a mess about with your mates. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even imagine what it was like. Ed told me a story. He bumped into Nath on a road like <laughs> seven hours away no, from I did. the base. And Day one, thought, Romania. Doing? Fuck. He told just... me one story where he dropped off the fire road and, and his bike was stuck in a tree and he had no water left. He was in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> no signal. And he yeah, must have I told you when he karate chopped he the front mudguard. He stood there and he just thought, yeah, what, what am I doing here? Why am I here? <laughs> Honestly. And I, th- I think he was with Garcia or something and he's just, they had the phones there and they were just on Snapchats. A few mates just stuck, didn't even know where they were. Just The day just I seen him was on a liaison stage on the first day of Romaniacs. And you sort of time yourself out of the... Um, race for the day and you've got an hour to complete a certain section you're not allowed to go back until or not yeah, allowed not, to start again can't get there too early or too late so we're riding down this road and i'm freezing shivering i'm like just cruising along the road and i stop to put a jacket on and nave just goes like past me like looking at me and i'm like oh fucking nilly don't look happy <laughs> then we both get to the like to the bit where they let you back in the race but we're five minutes early so we're sat having a chat 
And he's just going, oh, I've never been so cold. <laughs> I, I, I hate this. This is the first year you did Romaniacs and, and also my first go. And I went, you having a good day? And he went, no, I, I'm fucking freezing. Uh, we've been going hours. Uh, this is shit. And then that... <laughs> that first day when he got lost on yeah, one he of got them, lost he sent after me a that. picture of his feet. He took his feet out of the boots <laughs> and he had honestly like, it was trench foot. His foot did not even look real. It was like grey and it... It just looked dead. Didn't, his foot didn't even look Yeah, and then like, he had to get back on the bike in like four hours' yeah, time. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They, they started like five hours. This was something. the same day. So after I'd seen him there, I then got back to Straja, the paddock, which was 211 kilometres from where we started. <laughs> and I'd left at six and got there at six and thought, fuck me, I've had a terrible day. 12, 12 hours of 12 this. 12 hours, yeah. I went to sleep at... Woke back up and at nine o'clock went to the riders meeting and Nathan pulls in <laughs> into the paddock at nine. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and he's done a double yeah. hard And he's done, yeah, yeah, way harder course than I've done. Um, and and I think Johnny or Billy or someone was there. It's like, like, where have you been? Is this you pulling up now? And he's like, yeah. Like, <laughs> this is me turning up now. <laughs> I'm just going, fuck. But yeah. I, I think his day was like, he was lost for like 10 hours or something. What should have been... Probably a seven, eight hour. I think Billy does it in about four hours or something stupid. And Nathan was like 15. Yeah, Nathan had a bad do that day. Yeah, but. yeah and he's still so good on enduro bike. And it, but compared to those in that sort of race, just uh, unreal, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, some of the stuff you watch, like Billy do, for example, it's... Yeah, yeah, but they you don't he, even realise it. It's like it's no, you don't realise it's that on a real bike. <clears throat> yeah, no, you don't. No, you wouldn't realise it's that. But in Romaniacs as well, I think it's a navigational thing. I, I had trouble with navigating. But to be fair, Billy probably watches, like, you go around the track up here and he's like, yeah, hey, how different. do you just send it sideways on the jump like that? Yeah, I was... It's like, you have your own... Yeah, I was no, I don't think he someone. thinks that. I think, because Billy can send it sideways, he probably thinks, fuck, yeah, how does he bring it back? Yeah, how does he bring it back like that? <laughs> like, how does he wow. get it back from there? How does that come back like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was exactly what you said. He's whatever, same age as you. So he comes up and I just says, he just comes up straight out of the van, like he's drove down from Newcastle, pulls up, pulls his bike out, revs it up. It's still spluttering and smoking. <laughs> he's slammed it in gear. He's off out the field and he just goes into like the biggest, steepest rock on the track. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just thought, and to me, that's like, wow. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Like, just wait a minute, mate. Just go around the fucking, in a couple of circles yeah. and like clear the bike out and, just give give your body a warm up, but then in reality, that's like us or you jumping on a track now that you ride a fair bit and yeah. just sending it first out. It's like so, Lommel, for example. Yeah. Lommel, like there's no jump stage. You've got a few singles. There's honestly nothing. Yeah, but it's so rough, but you still yeah. jump on it and pin but it. But you first just know, out. yeah, you know, like what's what it's going to be like. For example, yeah, yeah. The, the bumps and everything get different from day to day, but. In general, the same. The sun feels the same. And yeah, you, you know, just know what you're doing. You know what it's going to do. And yeah. That's like him on an enduro. Yeah, just right. slamming up a rock face. Yeah, it's like he knows what the bike's going to do yeah. when he hits that rock. Yeah. Do you know what to do when you hit a rock with your bike? Mm, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't. <laughs> do you still not had a go. Rocks. You still not give me a good go at it. No, I'm just not in the mood. <laughs> I wasn't in the mood today. I, we rode today, and I just Ed kept saying, "Get on my bike." Just, Billy's back this week, and then there's a British round at Calm. Are you? Do you fancy coming? Uh, you're trying to convince me to come watch, aren't you? Well, what, what? I'll I was going to vlog it. Well, I'll race my the channel, race. though. I'm not coming to vlog it if it's going to Bill's channel. No, I'll race the morning race and then we'll just take the piss out of Bill. Well, probably won't be taking the piss because he'll, he'll win. Take the piss, he'll win, won't he? Well, we can stand at the side of the track and. Is Johnny racing it with him? Uh, no, Johnny's not. He lives in Spain. 
He raced it last year. Uh, now he's got to pay for his own bikes. He won't want to come, will he? I don't know. I don't know whether he'll be here. He's probably got to pay to travel himself. He's hurt his knee anyway, he said, at, at Ligaris. So we'll yeah, see. But I might come up. I want to ride that sand track again at the weekend. And then so I'm a bit like, oh, so oh that your there. vlog will be going out in a minute for that. Yeah, it's good. Your secret sand track. When was this going to come out? When's this going to go out? This podcast. As soon as possible. Maybe tomorrow then. We'll watch my new vlog if you haven't watched it yet. <laughs> yeah, plug it. I'm in a sand track. See if you can see any improvements with Tommy's editing. <clears throat> no, because they started angry. off solid as editing and they've just continued to I've been to trying be to tell solid. Ben to do vlogs. No. It, Ben's, Ben's busy. Yeah, I know he's busy, but there's two brothers there. Honest, two no, honestly, I watch your vlogs and I think... Graft. How? Yeah. Yeah, because I've got nothing else to do these days. <laughs> what do you mean, how? As in, how's he do it? Or how's. Just like. Well, I don't put it together, do I? <sighs> you, you've been telling me you've been editing. <clears throat> no, in all it, realistic, Ed edits it. So I get that part, but I just think it'd be so good. You and Nathan living together, brothers, going around the world racing MXGP. It's so mint what you're doing. Yeah, and but... In time, you're going to look back and you'll be like, fuck me. If you had the vlogs out now or, and YouTube videos of yourself, you'd just go, that was fucking mega, wasn't it? And it, the only thing I get is is during the week stuff. Like on the weekends, everyone's always filming, taking photos. MX Vice, for example, they smash it. And I'm no, just not different. really. Uh, I don't know. It's hard. To I, film I get from your I get from your point of view that it's just ag because you're in a chance where there's results are way more important to your life, and that's what you got to focus on. But if you had someone like um your brother come or. Yeah, but you need yeah. someone to you do need it. A film, it, is basically. it is graph making, yeah, it I is. think. And when you're, yeah, you're training and riding quite a lot. When you stop, you're like, yeah, I love yeah, that would have been nice I'll have to a do now. And then, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I completely. It'd be hard like, to do. I, would, I didn't do it when yeah. I was racing, and I have no clue on filming, cameras, editing, any of that lot. No, like social media, I'm terrible if I'm honest. Yeah, but still, I, I, I think you, if you want it, well, if you are going to Can we come it, over one day, me and Ed in the van, and we just do a day in the life of Ben and Nate, and then we just vlog you guys? And take your ad revenue. Yeah. I'm not giving you any cut in my ad. Get it, we'll go along, <laughs> we'll do a couple of days riding. I won't ride. Oh, well, you're getting a new cycling. motorhome, so we'll, we'll go Yeah, that's what Belgium. I mean, I'm getting a new motorhome. Um, that's a spare bedroom. Through. I Get know what we can up. do. We mm. can go and sit with Jeffrey in his hot tub, seeing as you're his pal. Yeah, and nosh him off in the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> now we're best mates. <laughs> Oh god! Um, I'm just going to try and That's find. That's what I want to do, and I'd want to do that as well. Well, we'll do it. Let me. We'll see if not we can him off in a hot tub, but get a vlog of um, get a vlog of him. Because he like cars, he'll take out in his Lambo as well. <coughs> why yeah, don't he we? Likes Ed as well because Ed's got a couple of cars. Why don't we take um, Billy round Lommel? That'd be a good day out. Uh, he would actually go good round Lommel, Billy would. He's not scared. No, no, but that's what I mean. It'd be en- it'd be entertaining yeah. to watch. It'd be entertaining, yeah. Like he's he would send it, wouldn't he? I remember the singles. Can you imagine how far a jump off some of them? Yeah. He loves a single. Did you see him single that one in XL Lagares at the weekend. Uh, the one he put on Instagram. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. I've not actually watched that. I remember going to the dirt bike show in 2014, probably, and I went to watch the trial show. With Doug Lampkin. <laughs> he was there, Billy. Yeah, Billy was there doing a show. <laughs> oh my god! I wish I was there to see that. I was, I didn't even know who he was, but I was scared watching him. <laughs> he was meant to, he had, an orange, he had an all orange helmet on, and I remember talking to Doug. Have you spoke to him about this? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I remember talking to Dougie Lampkin and was speaking, and I was like, who's that? 
And he said, oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, even Dougie Lampkin said that. Yeah, Dougie was like, fuck, he's good, but man, he's not scared. He's wild. <laughs> wild, yeah. And I remember he was just sending everything on the trials bike at this indoor arena, just this little sketchy show thing built up with a few vans and that. And he was just... That's so it was amusing Dougie, to watch. He Dougie was, Lampkin was shaking his head going, this yeah, bloke. Yeah. I remember, I remember that always. He had a bright orange helmet on. You used to run a bright orange 661. Didn't, you used to run on... Oh, no, Mel. Two, Mel used to. No, I didn't. <coughs> Mel used to wear bright orange 6 from... When I was a kid, I always used to have a white arrow. Full white arrow. Question here for you, Ben. Ryan Watson. <laughs> Where's my 50 quid from Saturday night, Benjamin? <laughs> <laughs> Do you owe your brother some money? No, I paid up. <laughs> Did you have a bet? <laughs> what was Next the question. <laughs> oh, no comment. <laughs> Next question. Um... Let me try and find you one that's a half decent one. There's quite a lot of result based ones, but we've we've and we sort of covered that. This we, this is a good one. Try actually. not to be like an, an, an we get this question quite a lot, but normally can't really ask it because it's normally involving your missus or someone you someone else, Tommy. But th- this is one you could probably answer. Shag marry avoid Margot Robbie, Jennifer Anderson, or Beyonce. I don't. I couldn't tell you. What avoid those Beyonce. Like. You'd avoid Beyonce. Who are the other two? Jennifer Anderson and Margot Robbie. Do you know who that is? Anderson's uh, a bit old now. Yeah, Anderson's a bit old. Shagger. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll probably um, marry um, <clears throat> Margot Robbie's the one in, uh, that, what's it called? The Wolves of Wall Wolves Street. Of Wolves of Wall Street. <laughs> Fit one. Is that, is that it? Is that what you're going for? Yeah, I've done it. Completed it. You on the same wavelength, Ben? Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say that's my... Although I'd you'd probably... Shag Margaret Robbie and um, Mary <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. She's Aniston's a bit, bit more mature and yeah, she's sort of, sort of got her head screwed on a bit more. Margaret Robbie's in Wolf of Wall Street. You sound like you know him. You sound <laughs> like you, you're full like yeah, yeah. Well, she seems a bit uh, crazy in Wolf of Wall Street. It's acting, Tommy. I just think she looks a bit crazy in general. Oh, so you don't want to marry her? Bit shagger. I reckon you'd fit in with that movie. Bit of a playboy, bit of a superstar. Edward, I wouldn't. Oh, not I'd ten years tight. ago, I reckon. I'd ten years ago, you could spend any money. There, no worries. Try and sneak in the club and get a free drink off one of them. Maybe that's about it. Greg's or a meal deal? A meal deal from where? I hate Greg's. Oh, that's I like swearing at Billy. Meal deal. I think they mean McDonald's. That's not a meal deal. WH Smith's meal deal. WH Smith's. I used to have a lot of them meal deals on the way to the airport. On the you got a bit more choice with that. Mm. I wouldn't care really I quite like Greg's sausage um, and bean cheese melt <laughs> you've lived in Holland too long no, they don't have anything like that you can't even get a Starbucks or a no you get a uh, club kit brutal <laughs> well there's one here which is probably pretty pretty Holland um, based or Star Meal Everett Star Meal yeah the team used to be sponsored by them really are they yeah, actually yeah. good yeah decent oh, I've got to find this question now it was it that's was actually like made for athletes is it it's actually decent food well, they're actually like, not bad to yeah, eat. Yeah. Everything's decent in there. Yeah, because you've got Stefan Everett's face on the front, haven't you? Used to have. Was but that then the one he Stefan was also by? makes gin, so it contradicts it a little bit. Yeah, I've seen him at a track just getting pissed up eating them star meals. <laughs> this is the one that relates back to, I think, Holland. I don't really get it, but seem, you seem like a bloke who loves mayonnaise. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Who's asking <laughs> Who's that? Uh, Aaron Dash Azza 22. Why would he seem like a bloke that loves mayonnaise? <laughs> I don't I, I know. Get another it. answer on that one. <laughs> but but that's like, um, whether it meant like, because they all eat chips and mayonnaise in Belgium. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they do. They, they, do. Smash, they do smash mayo there, but 
Mm. You're not a Mayo fan. I wouldn't look at anyone I don't and think they like Mayo either. I'm not, not really a massive Mayo fan, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I actually quite like a bit of Mayo. I bet you do. I don't like eat it with a spoon, <clears throat> but I sometimes put it on something. How do you combat arm pump? Quite lucky, actually. I don't really get arm pump. Sometimes if I've not been on the bike or the worst thing is if, if the team, for example, have hired a track in the morning before it opens at one to the public, they leave it bumpy. And then you go from not riding, no warm up, nothing, and you just go to this mad rough track. Mm, and hard then work it, that is. Then it's like you don't, you don't start with a flow. You don't like build up to it. So then sometimes you get a bit tight. But honestly, I'm not really... Not no, an arm pumper. No, I'm not that helpful in that situation. To be I'm honest. quite good at arm pump. Tommy um, recommends you go get <coughs> surgery. I've had arm pump surgery. Even Ed's had, Ed's had arm pump surgery for his hobby riding. Yeah, I did. He reckons that he just didn't enjoy it riding around with arm pumps. Now I went so to America and, it, and rode with you and on a CMH holiday thing and just got arm pump every day. Yeah, but for someone like you, it's actually dangerous. Yeah, it was yeah, fucking yeah. Arm pump. I'm dangerous about it. Yeah. Every rider, it's the worst nightmare in right motocross, arm pump. You can be yeah. so fit, even when I, I get it sometimes, and you just think, yeah. oh, I train all the time, you do all this training, and you just think, you get on the train, you I'd just rather be so unfit, but not get arm pump, yeah. and get arm pump, because... Completely destroys you. You yeah, can't destroys do anything. You. So I can see from Ed's point of view, because some people have said to me, like, why the fuck does he need to get arm pump surgery? <laughs> use this dosser. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, mate, bit harsh. Like, he just enjoys riding, and he wants to enjoy it more. Yeah. And, um, I, I generally don't think I could have done Romaniacs without it. No, yeah, because I not, think you're different. You I know, think in a long race like that, surely you'd go away. Yeah, yeah, but it'd come but go away. You'd go away and come back, especially when you get stuck. You just no, it just go. It would just go away and not come back. No, I reckon in a long race like that, no, you'd be sound. Well, you tell you, get it comes it. back. Does it? Yeah, well, it you're on the for bike you. for fucking hours. Oh, yeah, but I just wouldn't think it. In my experience in arm pump, you if you're going to get it, you get it the first session the worst. Second session a little bit better. Third session on the bike you won't get it at all. If yeah, you, you know if I've had it, it's like yeah. that. Um, but I only only really get it if it's like you, you're going out on a savage track straight. Yeah, away. no, I agree with that. No warm up, but then it's almost like your arms are. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. But I I do coaching days. Tommyselltraining.co.uk <laughs> mother plugger. <laughs> um, and a lot of the riders they come on it. Oh, I'm riding. I've got arm pump two laps every time. A lot of it comes from body positioning. Some of it comes from a little bit of people do the wrong things. Like in motocross, uh, if you're beginning, you think, I've got arm pumps, I- I'll do more arm exercises, forearm exercises. It's the worst thing to do. No. Um, so it's like. And, and even if you're going in the gym as well, weights yeah, and stuff like. Do it differently. Doing all the. To try and make a load of muscle. It just. Yeah. If anything, it will reduce the blood flow and stuff around your arms. It's just. Yeah, so better stay away from that. I remember I watched Dungey always say that if he grips a weight or he's even rowing or doing pull downs, he puts his thumb over over the top. Yeah, Yeah. over the top. Um, So stuff like that, and then really using your legs on the bike and your core just to just take as much pressure away from your arms as possible, really. And I have a bump in the seat. I sometimes feel like that can take the piss out of mine all the time. Nah, does yours look as bad as mine? Yours is a little massive though. Yeah, Tom. mine's, mine's like the standard seat, actually slightly higher, and then it just has one bump, and then it goes that high all the way to the back. So it's just like a like a bench, like a taller seat at the back. Let's <coughs> mm, say. That's what mine is. It's not not like a, a bump where it comes back no. down after. No, mine's the same as yours. But and that just like when you get in the in the groove, it just holds you a little bit easier. Yeah. 
takes a lot of weight off your arms and stuff, especially on hard pack. Yeah, I'm a sack. Did and you have that on a 250? Yeah. Oh. And then even with the start, like, obviously when you release the clutch and you go, especially with mesh, mesh where it's like 100% grip. So it what you're saying, you lean back bit. into it, like you sit into no, it. No, it just helps you, yeah, it, it just, just holds you in. It takes a bit of like weight off trying to yeah. keep yourself forward. I'm 100% hands. with you on that. Because people go, your seat looks awful to me. They're like, what have you done to that seat? But it's, I, I think the little mint. I don't mind them. I think the one on mine's a bit strange looking, to be fair. The Honda seat's a bit strange now, so it doesn't look the best, but I just... Helps, yeah. If I have a standard seat, some people who ride with a standard seat that's real slippy and no bump, I'd, and riding around Ed's and you're going out the corners with a bit of grip, you're just holding yeah. on for dear life. I just think, I can't even ride it. I need a grippy seat and I need that bump to hold me in, especially on a 450. And I always find, like, with arm pump, the, the headstock, how, how tight you have it, can have quite a big impact. Like, if you put your bike on the stand and you lean it back and you just touch the bars, if, it, if they fall on their own, I always find that your steering's too loose. I always have it so that when you push the bars, when the wheel's off the ground, if it stops, it doesn't keep going, then it's tight enough for me. Uh, yeah, that's different. See, I don't like it too tight. Yeah, everyone's different, each their own, but I always have it so that I can be a little bit more relaxed with my yeah, hands I know what you're saying. and not be scared for the I think more so in twitch. Holland in the sand and stuff as well with that. Yeah. I'd have it like Ben, I'd like it just tight. A little bit stiffer. Yeah, and enduro, because I think that's how enduro riders have it, I guess. Well, I'll just ride whatever Billy sets up on, or however that bike set up behind, just ride that. But yeah, I think arm pump's something that everyone struggles in, difficult, but... Like those little tips we just give can help a little bit, but even on the bet, I think I, I still get it sometimes. Like when I'm probably trying to ling, and they're all pulling away from me, and I'm just panicking. I'll get arm pump, especially there because it's a little bit like skittery, and you're mm. holding on and sitting down. In fact, I've got arm pump just thinking about it. <laughs> well, maybe the um, maybe the sponsors of the show, Factory Image Racing, you might be able to buy some foam or some bits from their uh, website to. Yeah, it's my arm pump cream. Yeah. What's that? Factory Image Racing. Factory Image Racing. Yeah, they've got a new store. FactoryImageRacing dot com forward slash store. And if you use the code two pro one slow, you get thirty percent off everything they Let's sell. Let's um pick what we're giving away then. Do you want to go home again? Up. You want to go home? Um, titanium bolts. No, I just think Do you want tie bolts. <clears throat> we're giving away tie bolts. I just think Ben's Nathan's birthday today. Ben's left him on his birthday, and he's got and he's got a meal in a bit. So yeah, we'll leave it. We're done. Hour and twenty. We've listened to you drivel on enough. It's five eighteen. Mm. What time is Nathan's meal? Seven o'clock. Yeah, Perfect. so we've got to wrap up. Right, we'll wrap it up then. So tie engine bolt kits. Uh, I think we'll do the same as last time. All you got to do is comment on the YouTube video of this. So if you're watching it, comment below. Oh, no, my video went out at five. And no, I've not I changed it. it. Changed it to six. Oh, good. <laughs> the look in your eyes then. Okay, <laughs> now. Um, yeah, so comment on the video of this uh, video podcast. Uh, so if you're listening, pull over in a safe location if you're driving. Log on to Edub Media YouTube channel and uh, comment. It can be anything again. Don't write Ed stinks like last time, like Billy. Or told write you anything. Do. Some people put. You can write anything, and then they nah, just, just put anything. a good comment or a question for the next one, something like that. Just some productive. Uh, pos- no, productive feedback. Is that what you call it? Productive feedback. Yeah, we've got some new mics, new cameras. So hopefully, there's a bit I'm, of feedback. I've got there. the shit mic still. Look, I'm holding it. Yeah, yeah well, out I, the box for these today. I bought you one of these here. Uh, this here uh, arm, but they didn't. Um, it, it sort of didn't look great in Shets. In the in, middle one. I agree. But we're getting a new desk, hopefully, so. Yeah. And then some new chairs. Yeah, we need chairs. It's a bit bodge, but. Contract furniture group. We need mm. to get them to hook you up. Oh, little plug. I like oh, are you it. plug in? Yeah, you got anything to sell, Ben? Do you sell merch or anything? Mm. New top you got on in there. Yeah, he's got a new Kex nice hoodie new on. Nice Kex top. 
He's a factory kicks rider. One of very few these days that's supported. Yeah, one of five. Who's our ke- who's the kick supported riders? Um, mostly British people. You, Billy, <coughs> Ben Nathan. Um, who else do we have? Matt Jones, mountain bike rider. No, he's got his own blend. Yeah, but oh, he, he wears the pants. He's getting his own custom kicks. Um, Derek Chisora, a few others. Yeah. There you have it then. So we'll wrap it up then so Ben can get home. But thanks Thank you for, for having me. No, it's been good. Oh, good luck with your season. Um, made a best man winner. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bring it on. We, uh, can we book you in, Ben, for after <coughs> Ling, so in case you beat him? Yeah. You'd be back to Holland. <laughs> what happens if, if I take you out or you take me out? I'll be fucking fuming, mate. I'll be at the camp <laughs> trying to smash the door in. All right. Well, yeah, make sure you tune in to Ling. Well, well in fact, well... What? Maybe maybe they can go. Can you go to Link? Yeah, I think you I can. don't know. Rules are changing on. When is it? Seventeenth. Mm. I think fans can come to Link. If not, you can watch it on the live stream. It's forty quid, mine, but you can. Watch. <laughs> I, <laughs> honestly, I I paid to watch. You did. Uh, I paid to watch. Yeah, I did. You didn't watch much then either. Did then. your second? Then, did you watch second moto? Or did no, it, cut it, out? it cut out. I didn't. Yeah, didn't even out. manage to watch second one. To be fair. As bad as it was, Ed sent me the link after, and I I quite enjoyed watching it. I think when they put it together, so I think when they iron out their problems, it'll it'll be yeah, good. Second round they'll improve. Strange though, sure. um, the Italian one was free though, and it was mega. Mm, yeah, well, oh well, it'll be what it'll be. Right, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Make sure you uh, subscribe or do whatever. See you in a bit. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.